Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 155. I'm your host Aditya and along with me, early in the morning, I have Abhishek. Hello everyone. And if you have logged on to Google today, by the way, I just did a couple of seconds ago, it's Mark Twain's birthday and I think Google has done a first. It has for the first time covered the first half of its page. Generally, it's only the Google Doodle which is covered and they've got kids painting the fence. From oh, one of yeah. its uh, one of the novels, I think it was Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer. Yeah, yeah, Tom Sawyer. Yeah. 176th birthday of Mark Twain. Damn. With that, let's come back to India and let's start talking about the uh, all the problems that uh, the parliament is facing. And the main reason for all the ruckus is the FDI that has been opened up in the retail sector now. The Commerce Minister passed a policy saying that foreign direct investment will be allowed up to 51% in multi-brand retail stores. Boleto shopper shop jaisa, jidhar multiple brands are sold in under one roof. And 100% in single branded retail. Boleto, you know, the standalone Nike stores, Reebok stores and all those things. 100% was allowed only in case of in cash and carry formats only. But now, they can do retail business and own the complete entity. But state governments are going to have a say and there are 11 states which are opposing this. And even if, let's say, all of them agree, then it will take up to 5 to 7 years to set shops for these foreign companies to start their operations in the retail sector. They require a good 35 licenses to set up a supermarket and 43 licenses to set up a hypermarket. And all are granted by the states. Five to seven years is a long time. I, what I yeah. read was uh, one to two years, but uh, five to seven years is, is seems to be a very long time. And I never knew that retail is a state issue, is what it's mm. called. Tamil Nadu Chief Minister Jailalita has raised a red flag. BJP rule states are out. We still don't know if they have a valid enough reason or not, but... They are in the opposition, so, you know, obviously, right. they'll create some sort of a problem. Since BJP ruled, states are out, Matlab Gujarat is out, Uttar Pradesh is out, uh, because Mayavati has been saying that, West Bengal is out, because Mamta Banerjee has a problem, Bihar is out, because Nitish Kumar made a public stand against FDI. But, you know, to be fair to these foreign companies, it's not as easy as you come here and set a shop and then start making money, because... It comes with a lot of strings attached, conditions applied. They are obliged to invest $100 million over the next five years. They have to spend half of that in developing rural infrastructure and creating that cold chain system. Which is sorely lacking. Cold chain system is nothing but the cold storages. Yep. Okay, which is basically going to reduce perishable items, their fruits, vegetables, uska losses which is also seen as a way to drive down inflation by the government. That At least that is the reason that they are saying that this is good for India. And also a card that it is slightly a populist measure that, that you have to purchase 30% of your wares from small and medium suppliers, medium-sized suppliers. So India, everybody... India, 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 India Indian suppliers, SMEs. right. I mean, the way government is trying to argue its case is that it's going to help farmers secure better prices because wholesalers ko nikal diya jayega. Exploitative middlemen. I feel very bad for middlemen here. They are always cast as the bad men. For yes, some reason. Right. But they are, an, they are an integral part of the whole chain, right? I don't know why they are always seen in bad light. There is also going to be a competition commission which is going to see that anti-competitive pricing nahi hota hai. 
और प्रेडेटरी प्राइसिंग नहीं होता है बोले तो एवरी वन डिसाइड टू प्राइस अ पर्टिकुलर प्रोडक्ट यू नो वे अब इट्स एक्चुअल मैन्युफैक्चरिंग कॉस्ट और दे आर सेइंग यू लोग बस 100 परसेंट एफडीआई थाईलैंड में ट्राई किया इट वेंट ग्रेट चाइना में ट्राई किया इट वेंट ग्रेट नथिंग हैपन्स टू द मोमेंट पॉप स्टोर देर सो वी हैव नथिंग टू वरी अबाउट एंड वी आर अ बिग बिग कंट्री विच हैज फोर सेवेंटी बिलियन रिटेलिंग बिजनेस आउट ऑफ विच ओनली सेवन परसेंट इज ऑर्गेनाइज सो देर इज इनफ फॉर द किराज to run their show enough number of customers in fact in spite of the big boxes coming in whether it's reliance or the indian big boxes coming the indian in people, yeah kirana shops have grown 10 to 14% in terms of business uh, <laughs> each year because you would still go down i would still order a bread from a kirana dukan right which is right next door they definitely provide a different sort of value right home deliveries yeah. nobody does credit facilities then of the big boxes provide but obviously credit card se thoda sa wo change ho gaya but even then you know there is nothing like just walking into the store and seeing mai paisa baad mein deta hu even swiping <laughs> yes. that credit card so what happened in the parliament though not every, none of the politicians was happy about this and ha so what what opposition is basically saying that what government is giving is all bull crap first of all the china or indonesia ka examples are bad they are just showing the good part they are not showing where it went wrong and and they are also saying china is a manufacturing economy so they couldn't say no to walmart because you know they are buying most of their products from china so it, there was a bit of a give and take there americans say we will invest x million dollars each year in fdi and for instance through walmart and all other such outlets and you finance our current account deficit by you know buying our bonds so ah, it's a huge relationship so so you know there was there was that deal that was struck again i am giving all these anti fdi views okay mm. china air thailand mein there was mass layoffs happened and then later on it uh, consolidated as all these cold storage chains and all these things came up because people then went into those areas of work right okay? but in the short run there is going to be mass unemployment the south asian countries also they changed their norms a bit saying ki they created zones where these large companies could set up a shop or not and typically walmarts are on the outskirts of a city and not in the city so you know that is how they protected those stores so we don't have that what is then going to happen those were the few arguments that they had so what is happening is that small shops are now coming together and creating cooperatives so that they can create virtual buying muscle so one of such examples is the bharti udyog vyapar mandal which is mm-hmm. the biggest small retailers association in country which has around 20000 registered members bole to 20000 small shops so they are doing a pilot program in bangalore and kolkata to so 30 stores in ba- bangalore and 20 in kolkata and they are buying directly from the manufacturers they basically are eliminating the wholesaler here again the villains so these sort of um, you know cooperatives are being formed so let's see what happens this is going to further complicate the matters for the big box and i think it's not as simple ki paisa fdi aaya now retail is going to boom i don't think it's going to work that way efficiencies have still yet to be worked out thoda sa yep. anyways all this and actually a few more reasons have created a complete disastrous winter session for the parliament which is nothing new because we have had the last parliament session also was pretty bad was the worst in fact in the history of indian legislature and democracy so far so the parliament session started in november 22nd 
and was scheduled to have 21 sittings in the next 30 days. Okay, that is until November, December 22nd. Lekin, for the past six days of the sessions, no work has been conducted because of, you know, issues like price rise, corruption, black money, foreign direct investment, retail name. Telangana issue is actually being raised by Congress ka MP itself. So they have some explaining to do par. No work has been happening. So what work do they do? They pass bills. There were 54 bills that were slated either to be passed or discussed upon in 21 days. So do these bills include the Lokpal bill, there is the Judiciary Accountability bill and there are a few others where uh, the government had hoped that it would pass in this session but nothing has happened and, and you also sent a link that said that we are losing, the Lok Sabha is losing one crore each day for lack of participation in those hallowed buildings. Right, so it is 24, 25 lakhs hour wasted is the cost to the exchequer. There is a page on the website, some one of these government websites where they have clearly stated how much does every MP get each year? Benefits. In five years, some 855 crore. Imagine 855 crore rupees for 534 Lok Sabha MPs. That is what is sanctioned. And one of the items on the list is they are allowed free 40 trips per year on a business class flight with a wife or a PA. With oh. wife, which is 40 business trips in, a, in business class every MP. And I'm sure they would be making at least 40 each year. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And if not for official purpose, for other reasons. And uh, yeah, we've seen that, right? I think, was it the Olymp- was it the Commonwealth Games where most <laughs> MPs made a lot of, you know, they, they would hire Mercedes-Benz in, in foreign airports in the pretext of studying the Olympic stadiums around the world. And right, they were caught in the end later. There was a big scandal about that. So, in May, nothing happened. Omar Abdullah also tweeted that um, there should be, you know, a performance-based pay system, not only for parliament, but also for state legislative assemblies. The government has bigger problems. Ki people like Anna Hazare are also now in Delhi saying that, Boss, come karo. Our Lokpal bill pass karo. You have been promising us for a long time. So what is the moral of the, of the story? Is that if Manmohan Singh can be calm and collected even during these moments, then no problem is big enough. So if there is a deadline which you are going to miss or if there is a 9 o'clock in the morning that you have to swipe your card, it's okay. 9.15 is okay. The whole, the government of India is stalled and uh, our Prime Minister is pretty cool about it. And he can't do much, obviously, that's why. And, and Kapil, Sibyl, Kapil Sibyl comes out and says that these guys are violating the oath that they have taken as member of parliaments. Hmm. That they will civilly argue and discuss <laughs> all matters presented in front of the parliament. He said, boss, they have bigger violations against, <laughs> against them. Parliament should have a virtual assembly, Jaisa. So there, there'll be no ruckus. You can, you can ban users, Aram say, who are creating noises. So every seventh tweet from the speaker would be, please don't use unparliamentary language. <laughs> that would be the. <laughs> oh well. Anyways, so while business is not happening in the parliament, Tatas have announced a new hair to conduct their business or take their business forward. And it is none other than Someone from their family, someone who has been on the board of Tata Sons for a long time. Uh, the name is Cyrus Mistry. He's 43 and he will take over from uh, Ratan Tata in December 2012. He's not exactly from the Tata family. His sister has married Noel Tata, that is the half-brother of Ratan Tata. And he's pretty young. At 43, he will be taking charge. And he has been on the board since, uh, like I said, 2006. 
taking over from his father, graduated from the Imperial College London with BE in Civil Engineering and uh, holds a master degree from the London School of, I'm sorry, London Business School. He's got, like most heir parents would have, a very illustrious educational background. But that that actually tantamounts to nothing. He's done he's done quite well on the on the business side though. So he's taken his uh, family business, which is a construction company, from a four million to a couple of billion dollars. So he's done well there. Uh, since he's been on the board, he has been assisting Ratan Tata execute all those acquisitions, especially the JLR one, which was a big thing. And now Tata's, did you know, are the largest private employers in UK? Oh really. Yeah, which is pretty impressive with Chorus and Jaguar Land Rover acquisition. He is listed as number nine, not he. His father is listed, that is uh, Palunji Mistri, is listed as number ninth in the Forbes Asia's richest list. Tatan Tata's figures nowhere because everything goes to the charitable trust from their family. But I see him as a family guy. Everyone, including Cyrus Mistri's personal assistant, was stunned at the news because nobody knew that this was coming. An hour before he went out to the press or he announced it within the organization, Ratan Tata picked up the phone and called each one of the vice presidents or the group heads to, you know, announce that I'm choosing this person next. And even they were amazed, surprised. But we should not be surprised whether he was from inside or outside. It's just that he's somebody who did not have a Wikipedia entry until Wednesday. So it's just that we don't know much about him. That's why everyone's surprised than the fact that he's whether from the family or not. And in fact, it's good that he's from the family. Recently, I was, there was this, uh, I think Mr. Gopalakrishnan, right? One of the Tata Sons directors. Yeah. He he had said in a conference that if we recruit someone like Jack Welch uh, or someone from outside the company to run Tata, then probably the shareholder value might increase, but he would end up splitting up the company into different entities altogether. We don't want that. Tata is already different companies, right? It is just... Yeah, in terms of breaking down the Tata Trust or the group, if the sum of all gives you 100 rupees, if you break them up like the Ambani's, you broke the businesses up between the two brothers, the combined wealth was lesser than what it is now when it is separated. So, there are many things. So, I think the the one that they have chosen or, or Radhan Tata has chosen is because... He's seen him for the last six years and largest shareholder, let's not forget. He's come yeah, so up. I was just going to bring that up. Largest shareholder, uh, the family that Cyrus belongs to controls 18.3%, yep. 18.4% in Tata Sons, which is massive, right? Yes, and he's done well for Sapoji Palunji. He was the MD there. He's done absolutely great there. So, we just don't know enough about this guy. Looks like a simple guy, at least gives... The word photo may say where's a wipe jata hai. So all the best to Cyrus Mystery. He's going to be flooded with interview requests and all those things now. Flying all over the place. So best of luck to him. Yep. What else do we have? Have we covered everything? So the world's lightest material has been developed by a team from the University of California. California Institute of Technology and HRL Laboratories. And this was done as part of a DARPA-funded project. DARPA is a a defense-backed organization in the U.S. And these guys were able to create a material that consists 99.9% air by designing 0.01% I thought there was some... 0.0% solid at the nanometer micron and millimeter scales, whatever that means. Do you know what a nanosecond is though? And how small can small be? One thousandth of a second is a nanosecond, no? 
there was this article in national geography and it said the amount of beard that grows in the time that you take to pick your razor and move it on your beard the amount of time in that time the amount of beard that grows that is a nanosecond as in that is a nano sorry that is a nanometer so that that small it's that small so basically the other way so there is this dude right the, the lead scientist tobias chandler chandler mm-hmm. of hrn uh, another name butchered by me and rolwin pointed out that i killed someone else's name also in the past episode brahanev brahanev ka but yeah so so this dude the lead scientist uh, tobias chandler of hrl says that imagine and i can't do that that they have managed to fabricate an interconnected hollow tube a lattice a lattice bole to intertwined mm-hmm. um, you know set of piece stuff um <laughs> that's not very, very erudite okay uh, let, let me just read the quote uh, directly why why i will tell you because talking about nanotechnology coming from bcom guys <laughs> who probably flunked in unit tests in physics in school <laughs> please quote the man at least let yes. okay i'll do that i'll just do that i'll not insult the guy for that yes so he says quote the trick is to fabricate a lattice of interconnected hollow tubes with a wall of thickness 1000 times thinner than a human hair that is how thin the material is awesome so what are the uses insulation they said that they would use this for as an excellent insulator for the eco buildings that will come about later so ah, so okay. so it's it's good for sustainable development and all that currently it is being used in the mars rovers vehicle that lands on mars we somehow have fascination for mars don't we we, we keep finding stuff on it or we search keep searching for stuff on mars that's the next moon for us but yeah the metal has a density of 0.9 mg per cubic centimeter awesome okay. stuff people do man ha kya kya karta hai how do you explain so if imagine tobias chandler wanted to get married right uh-huh. so what is he going to and he went on to she registered on shadi.com what is he going to write there how is he going to explain this to his prospective brides who he meets you know ki what he does i mean It i'm keeps sure playing that. around with light objects That's <laughs> more we are wrapping right now so those were the topics that we had the indicast.com is the site comment donate like us on facebook that's about it bye 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 bye